Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Not Another Mummy podcast with me, Alison Perry. Something that many of us have been struggling with in the last few weeks is the lack of social interaction. We can't meet friends for coffee, we can't hug family members, and I'm even starting to miss things like work meetings. So my guest on this episode has built a business around social interaction. Sunisa Harley runs Lucky Things Meetups, which is all about hosting inclusive events for women. And she has speakers on everything from confidence to style. Sunita talks to me about social connection and how important it is for our mental health now more than ever and how she's taken her meetups online to keep supporting women throughout all of this. She also tells me why she has banned the use of certain words during this health crisis and why she has rebranded lockdown as a new home life for her and her family. She's such an interesting person to chat to about social connection and interaction, and I really hope you enjoy our chat. A big warm welcome to Sunita Harley. Um, I'm so pleased to be joined by you today, Sunita. How are you doing? I'm, I'm actually doing all right. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because we ask each other how we're doing all the time, but it's taken on this whole new level of meaning now, hasn't it? Yeah, no, for sure. And I think um, I've been saying a lot, like when friends have been asking me how I am over WhatsApp, and then I'm quite honest when people ask me how I am. Um, sometimes they regret it. And um, I break it down and I basically say, you know what, today's actually all right. Yesterday probably wasn't that great, but definitely ups and downs with this whole COVID thing going on. It's so good to be honest though, isn't it? Because the temptation, I don't I mean, it's different for everybody, but my temptation quite often is just to be like, yeah, I'm fine. Um, you know, everything's fine. But actually that's not hugely helpful because if you're talking to someone who's having a really hard day and you're giving off the impression that you're, everything's rosy, then that can make them feel worse, can't it? I think so. And I think it's also good. It's like two sides to it, isn't there, Alison? It's good to kind of be honest when you're feeling good as well and you shouldn't feel ashamed of that in a way. But then I think when you're honest with other people, it just opens up this whole new level of, I don't know, like just empathy, understanding. Yeah. You just can speak more freely. They don't feel ashamed if they're having like a really rubbish day or they just want to complain about something. It's being able to show that vulnerability, isn't it? It's kind of, oh, yeah. it's kind of breaking down that um, kind of 
armor that you might be putting up and just be a bit more vulnerable and saying, actually, I'm having a really bad day today. And I know that tomorrow is probably going to be better, but today it's bad. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I went to drop off um, a little toddle bike thing and a little pot of soup for my friends yesterday. So we were just chatting. Obviously, I was like in the middle of the road. Yeah. And she was just saying, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you've arrived because today has been like a really bad day. <laughs> and I think for both of us, it was amazing just to see each other literally for like five minutes, just to see that we're both well. Oh, I'm the same. Oh, it's priceless. I was so grateful. I went I went for a walk the other day and just happened to, on the opposite side of the road, pass a, my friend and her family and they were out oh. for their daily walk. And I was like bellowing across the yeah. road like, it's basically like star spotting, isn't it? It's yeah, like you go it was crazy amazing. and you see it someone was, you know. <laughs> it was the highlight of my day, just having this kind of shouted conversation across the busy road. You know, it was just so lovely. Um, what do you think has been the toughest thing for you so far? I mean, we're kind of a few weeks into it now. So obviously trying to keep myself busy amongst juggling what I call our new home life. And um... yeah, because you've re- you, you, I was going to ask you about this. You have reframed the pandemic and the lockdown, haven't you? You're refusing to use those terms. Yeah, so I'm basically refusing to use the words that start with I, L and Q. So you can <laughs> probably guess what they are. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you a prize if you could guess, Alison. Quarantine... What's the I one? A lockdown? Yep. And what's the I one? I so... Oh, isolation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness, honestly. So, (laughs) because I was just saying yesterday at the Lucky Things meetup, I mean, if we just think about those words, how do they make you feel? Mm, And I was like, we are not, we are not infected chickens who need to be quarantined. Mm. We... We are not in some, like, hip-hop 90s film where they barge into, like, someone's club night and then go, lock down, everyone to the floor, you know. Mm. It's like, I don't know, like, an isolation, I think, it has, like, really kind of, like, negative connotations. There are really great things about isolation as well because you can focus, you can concentrate, you might thrive when you're on your own. But I think we're not used to using those words. So I appreciate, you know, the government has to use very direct language to make us kind of, you know, keep in line with everything. Yeah, Mm. and also, you know, it's it's this huge, serious thing that's going on out there, but um, that's affecting so many people. But just think about the language and, and what you're calling things at the moment as well, because it can really have an impact on our confidence and our well-being. So what are Um, you saying instead of of those words? Yeah, I just call it new home life. Like, my new home life means that I can't just um, go for a run with my mate Mm. um, at short notice or I can't just, you know, organise one of my events in central London or another city in the UK. You know, I can't just go to the gym. I can't just pop down. I mean, I'm a charity shop junkie, Alison, as we've probably spoken about, and... I can't just pop to all my charity shots, where, again, which were my little well-being escape. Um, yeah. What have you found a struggle? I think, um, for me, um, it's not seeing my friends and not seeing people as part of my work, because obviously my work is very heavily people-focused. And, so tell us about that. So you yeah. run Lucky Things, don't you? Tell us about... Yeah. It's all about community and connection, which right now is more important than ever. 
yeah no most definitely so so lucky things basically started with a blog back in 2015 I think Alison you might remember that email I sent you back then saying oh I really like your blog and you've totally inspired me so just uh big up for you I don't remember that email but I do remember connecting with you when you were quite new to blogging yeah yeah and we met up for coffee and we became friends and I came along to you know your events but I don't actually remember getting that email from you oh okay don't worry you're probably tired as well but basically yes it all started from a blog which is quite cool and then um like basically I've been in HR I've been a coach for like around 20 years now and I always joke like especially when I meet corporate clients um you know I do look young for my age which I'm quite proud of um and I can thank the Mauritian roots for that Mm. it's your skin it's your skin oh I know I'm lucky um (laughs) (laughs) but um basically yeah I've been in HR and coaching for like 20 years I set up my blog on my second mat leave where basically I realized I was I was going through quite like a low time with like Mm. the baby blues and stuff and that's probably why I I think that's actually why I came across your blog and so it was interesting because I like to tell people the story of how it started because I think some people think like oh but you know you've got your business now it's all like easy it's but it literally came from like nowhere because one night me and my husband were chatting and he was just like look he calls me Sunny he's like look Sunny you need to just start your blog now you obviously need a creative outlet you talked about doing this with our first IVF baby, just do it, you know, it'd be really good for you, you're off work at the moment on mat leave, and you need something to, you know, to be involved in, and so we literally set it up that evening, like, he's more techie than me, I mean, I'm a a tech geek, but he's more techie, and um, um, it was really weird, like, 2016, I started, I guess I kind of built more connections on Instagram, and, um, yeah, I basically said to like five women that I met on Instagram, like, why don't we meet up? This is really weird. Like, we're probably only like 10, 15 miles from each other. Um, let's just meet up. And everyone's like, oh, gosh, yeah, let's do it. And then I said, look, how about I said to one of them, how about I do a little talk on confidence? Because, you know, that's my craft. That's my work for like years. And they were like, oh, my God, that'd be amazing. And then next thing I know, like people just kept... And then next thing you know, people kept like saying, oh, Sunita, can you like, is it okay if I can mention this to so-and-so? You probably know them on Instagram anyway, or actually my friend I think would really love to come, or I know so-and-so, they're, you know, they're interested too. And then next thing I know, Alison, like, there's like 45 women coming <laughs> to my event. I mean, thank God it was at a proper venue, not in my lounge or my kitchen. Yeah. Um And like from all around the UK, like people who travel from like Birmingham and Bristol. Yeah. And like south you know like north east west and I was just like oh my goodness me like you know there's something really special here and I did my talk on confidence it was only 10 minutes um but everyone you know shared like really lovely feedback afterwards the vibe in the space was just so lovely that was really nice because I just got to meet so many people in real life and I think I'm I always say, and I'm sure I've said this to you before, you know, I'm definitely an introvert. Obviously, people won't see me like that if they um, obviously see my work and stuff. But Do you think you are? Yeah. What, what makes you an introvert um, then? Because I love being on my own as well. And I love, um, yeah, I'm very, very comfortable just hanging out on my own. But I think I'm an introvert who loves being around people. <laughs> and I'm... Like, growing up, I was such a shy kid. I was, I'll be honest, I was not 
taught to feel confident. I was not encouraged to feel confident or proud of what I was doing. Um, so I've really built up that confidence myself. And I think that's why I love it that I've just like, you know, become quite an established coach now. Mm. And it's incredible kind of, really yeah. to be able to kind of facilitate and give the tools to other people yeah. um, for something that you struggled with. Oh yeah. Have. And so I just started doing my talks and then my little workshops. And then obviously I got loads of people in to come and do talks as well. Obviously, you know, you and Susan, the yeah, you got me in to talk about fashion, which, yeah. thinking, thinking back to it, I think at the time I said to you, Sunita, I'm really not qualified to talk about fashion, but if you want me to come along, I will I will talk. But I loved it, because I think with lucky things as well, like, I mean, obviously, yes, and, you know, you've done really well, and, you know, you're an established writer and blogger, and now podcaster, but I think with lucky things is that I love just bringing in experts, so they don't have to have, like, a 50k million following or you know had some massive profile but I just love bringing in experts and I just think I just I think I always like your Instagram feed because like you did wear colour like me um whereas all the super stylish people were in black and I'm there popping along in my rainbow outfit you know (laughs) and that's why Mr H calls me jazzy because you are jazzy you are jazzy no I, I was so relieved that you had me on with Susan who's yeah. an actual qualified stylist yeah I was, I was so relieved that we had her as the actual expert on the panel <laughs> but I think you know it's such a fun talk and I just I just love it like when the people come and speak at my events and then I kind of get in touch with them first and just like you you know you're like oh oh I'm not sure if I should be doing that or if that's me or I'm the right person and then I get an email back a few days later and they're like, oh actually yeah I've thought about it yeah I'd love to and then some of the people I speak you know have speaking you know I coach and then like you see how much they enjoy it in the talk and I just think that's I just think that's amazing I just think it's amazing but also I just think that even when you go back to the very very the kind of first nugget of an idea that you had where you said to five other people let's all get together we all enjoy chatting on Instagram that in itself is something amazing is there something so thrilling about taking a friendship or offline like meeting up in real life for a a coffee or a glass of wine or whatever you know that it's, it's so important isn't it yeah no I mean Dove sent me to this like this massive online media conference. I was talking to some of the bloggers out there and, and we were just talking about, you know, women actually crave connection. And yeah. if you want to go back to like the cave days, obviously men were typically out there hunting on their own, you know, survival of the fittest. Whereas the women would be in the caves with everyone else's family and all the care responsibilities, all the <laughs> nourishment responsibilities, the self, you know, all kinds of stuff. And like we, we were naturally around other people, like back in the day, you know, and I'm talk- obviously talking a long time ago now, but it's yeah. it's really important. And I think, you know, you know, you know, I'm a massive me- mental health advocate. And throughout my career, I've worked a lot on kind of mental health related initiatives or situations. And and connection is actually one of the most valuable things we can do for our mental health, and especially right now. Oh, yeah. Like we've we've got to stay in touch. Um, and I'm, I was actually talking to a friend this morning, really good friend, and I said, look, you know, I'm so glad that we just had a quick phone call. 
um, because I feel like it's Zoom overload at the moment. And obviously Zoom is amazing because obviously my Lucky Things meetups and my workshops and my coaching, you know, is, is on Zoom now. But um, you need to carve out non-Zoom time as well and just speak to people on the phone. Yeah. In a way, that's why this is quite nice. So, so we're, we're yeah. recording this remotely, obviously, but we're not, there's no screen. We can't see each other. It's kind of like having an old fashioned phone conversation and it's quite refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. And you can just focus on that person's voice as well. Like obviously, you know, we might be multitasking when we're chatting to a mate, but um, yeah. just to like focus on their voice and hear what they're saying and not being you know. distracted by the books they've got on the bookshelf behind them yeah, or what kind of wallpaper they have yeah <laughs> or like how tidy their house looks like. exactly oh my goodness I, I i if i could take a picture of what i'm surrounded by right now you'd be shocked i have just got like my nine-year-old stuff all over the dining room table behind me is um the twins buggy it's just chaos oh. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option i never really was a salad guy that's just not who i am but noom worked for me get your personalized plan today at noom.com real noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, listen, you mentioned that you've taken the Lucky Things meetups online to Zoom. So tell yeah. us about that, because I think that's a, such a, a brilliant almost pivot. Um, yeah. You know, you've, you've kind of seen a need for connection and uh, community right now more than ever. And you have you've done this, haven't you? Yeah, and interestingly, it was more about, rather than starting something new, it's more about actually how can I carry on? Yeah. Because I was like super organised this year, Alison. I'd scheduled all of the Lucky Things Meetups 2020 back in January, February time. Paid paid all my venue deposits, um, all my hire fees, um, got all my kind of venue contracts in place, um, renegotiated stuff. Um, this June we were going to have the first Lucky Things ever wellbeing day, oh, wow. um, which was like a whole day. Um, and then obviously now I've like, I've had to, or I guess I've been forced to like move everything online. But actually the bonus of that is that it's super accessible for everyone. Everyone doesn't have to like travel down to London. I don't have to travel across the country away from my family at the weekends. You know, it's, it's just made it more accessible and at the moment Which I think is really yeah good because one of the things that i really liked about the lucky things meetups is how inclusive it feels yeah and when i when i come cool. along to to them it just feels like everybody is welcome yeah it's got to be inclusive um because i also remember like during my career and during even my kind of instagram I don't know, experience. I've gone to so many events. I've been the only brown girl in the room um, or the only South Asian girl. And I just thought, oh man, this isn't right. Um, 
So like, I just wanted to make sure that basically, firstly, my events were just for all women as well. And I'm probably oversensitive to it, but I just didn't want it turning into a mum thing. Because yes, of, I think that's the other yeah. really important thing as well, isn't it? That it's not it's not just for mums. I mean, it's great to have spaces that are just for mums because yeah. Yeah. actually that's needed, and you know sometimes that kind of bonding and connection and shared experience is important. But it's equally as important just to have space and community for women, isn't it? Yeah, and it's amazing how. Um... Like when I think about, and even yesterday when we were at the online Lucky Things meetup and there's like 30 women, around 30 women there on the screen, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like we are all so different, not just because of how we look or what our background might be, but we're just all so different in what we do in our week, what we, what we believe in, <laughs> what we like doing, how we look after ourselves. We're like, what books we're reading or, you know, what music we love dancing to. Like we are all so different and I just love it that, lucky things just brings together this this group of people every time and I think you know I mean thank goodness for technology oh because you know thank goodness we do have this technology I know like sometimes technology can be really unhealthy for us but yeah it's helped me to continue doing you know at least you know my work can you imagine um, if, this is, if, if this had happened 20 years ago and all oh, we'd had was MySpace my and Friends Reunited <laughs> oh and dodgy dial-up internet? It would have been just desperate, oh, wouldn't it? Oh, gosh. I don't think... <laughs> we, well, we didn't even have emails, did we? I got mine at the end of uni. Did like, you? I think 20 years ago... We, well, hang on. Ago. What are we talking about? What is 20 years ago? We're talking about... 2000. 2000? Yeah. We had email then. I was at uni. I remember being at uni in 1998 and there was one computer in the uni library that had the internet on it and it had a big sign on it saying no hotmail like using the one computer for email was banned you were not allowed to communicate with, with other the outside people. world yeah no, it was Only just people. for research yeah I love it and now we love researching right like you know research <laughs> is so easy now it's fun and you never know what you're gonna find and I know well you know thanks to Google it's just it's all there isn't it I mean yeah it's just, yeah, so easy it's funny though like just talking to you you've just kind of reminded me about the how important those small moments of interaction like how important they are yesterday I had this sudden pang of desire to be in the pub garden with my school mum friends drinking pims it was such a specific thing yeah that we've probably only done a handful of times but I just had this pang of kind of like almost like um like mourning the fact that we weren't able to do that yet yeah and it was just it was like a real sadness yeah I called them mum you know it is it's like these flashbacks of like these social connection flashbacks where and it's funny I'm talking to one of my coaching clients at the moment about it um because her job is very much used to being like in it around people like you know just constantly interacting and a lot of us will will have to adjust or we're trying to adjust but I think use those kind of social connection flashbacks or those fun flashbacks as I call them to like just like just make yourself smile yeah and I'm known for like about having six celebrations for my birthday and Mr H I mean (laughs) even this year Mr H was like oh come on like you know why do you have to have like you know so many outings and I was like because that's who I am you know you married me (laughs) you've known me for like half my life you know what I'm about and Mm -hmm. um 
I'm just so glad me and a, and a bunch of like local female mates went out dancing for my birthday at the start of March and we just had the best time and I was just like my gosh you've got to think about all the things that you didn't regret doing as well. So what little things have you been doing in order to keep your sanity through all of this? Loads of um, art actually like I've got two so I've got two girls as you know um, well you know um, so I've got a nearly five-year-old and I've got a seven-year-old and it's funny because we're actually quite used to home life anyway and we don't have much family nearby to visit so we're actually used to being at home a lot at the weekends and and the kids don't really go to like loads of like snazzy cool clubs or anything Hmm. um so we're actually used to home life quite a lot and every Saturday morning I I usually run my kitchen art club So it's basically a way of like not having TV time straight after breakfast. Um, So it's been going on for about like maybe like a year and a half. These two little munches keep coming back. So I'm quite happy I'm not there on my own. But (laughs) but it means that I can actually do something like maybe sometimes I have to do some work emails or prep something. um, But sometimes I'll just do some art with them as well. And so we've been doing loads of little art club things. Um, like what kind of thing? What kind of thing have you been doing? So the other day, me and my daughter, we're, I mean, we're very grateful. We've got a little garden. We've got a really, you know, good garden space. We took our little table down to the bottom of the garden and we just had time, just me and her. And she actually said, oh, you know, I like, oh, I like having time alone with you. I like, you know, mummy time. And I was like, oh, why is that? It's going, oh, because it's just the two of us. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, I was going to break into, like, Bill Withers, you know. But, <laughs> but I'm about, yeah, she doesn't like my singing. Um, but, yeah, it was just cool. And then I actually left my phone in the house. And then I was thinking, oh, gosh, well, I better, like, call it because I know I've got a new coaching client coming up this week. I better, you know, go and get it in case they call or they text me or something. And then I thought, no, I'm actually going to just leave the phone in the house. And so I actually ended up painting this um, because they I'm trying to stop them from like wasting the paint at the moment because like <laughs> obviously it's like it's like gold dust at the moment, yeah. paste the paint. And um, so I use up all of their leftover paint from other art little art club sessions. And so I just painted this heart. And then she's given me a bit of direction. So it was just really nice just to like do something mm. where I'm actually just focused on one thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I can get really distracted. Um, ironically, you know, I coach people on getting organised and being productive. But I actually do say like multitasking is actually one of the worst things that we can do. Well, it's impossible to do, isn't it? I mean, I've, I've yeah. heard experts say that it actually isn't possible to multitask. It's you're always taking your attention off one thing onto the other and it can slow you down. Yeah, no, it can. I'm trying to do a bit more baking. Like I'm not really a baker. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? How so many of us are turning our hand to different things that we don't normally do. So I'm the same. I'm not a baker, but me and my nine-year-olds, kind of a couple of times a week, we've been making cakes or biscuits or different things, and it's actually a really lovely thing to be doing together. And then bonus, we yeah. get like cake at the end of it. <laughs> I know you get to eat it if you're quick. <laughs> I know. So it's just like little things like that. Um, yeah, something that, you know, was really, really nice actually that happened the other day. And because I'm like really cheesy and I, I'm a really sentimental person, I just loved this. So me and my daughter are actually going to go around the block for our little kind of run. 
there's this letter at the door with her name on it from the person who I didn't know. So I was a bit sceptical at first. I was like, what is this? Even though it was obviously like, you know, seven, eight-year-olds writing. So I opened it for her and this girl had written to her and said, oh, I heard about about you from your neighbour. I am seven years old. I know that this isn't the right time to meet up now, but would you like to be my pen pal? And then she like just said a few things about her, drew her a picture. Um, I love it because she actually looks quite similar to my daughter. So she drew a picture of herself with like her kind of really kind of dark black brown hair Mm. and her little golden skin. And then, but she drew a picture of my daughter just assuming she was blonde. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it? Like, and so I was just like, oh, look, yeah, this is what she thinks you look like. And and so we, you know, it just really made me feel like chuckle and feel quite warm inside. And then I said to my daughter, look, you know, when we get back, we should write a letter and I'll go and post it for you later. She's only around the corner. And then I got really excited. I was like, oh, my gosh if her mum's a nice person or interested, <laughs> she could be my pen pal. Yeah. And I just got so excited. And we are, we're now pen pals. So like the three, there's like, the mum's got two girls the same age as mine. And then me and the mum are pen pals as well. That's so amazing and that you're that you're kind of yeah. making new friends. I mean, I know. Like, this is so me though, Alison. so like, you. Yeah. Like wherever <laughs> I am, I will connect with someone in any random way or I'll just pay them a compliment or I'll just chat you know and it's like my husband has always said oh my gosh you are just like so good at networking and I don't and I think it's just because I've been I've had to in my job like in HR and and coaching you have to network like you have to speak to people and I have to deliver training to a room full of like 50 people I don't know and I have to network but I use it in my personal life loads and that's probably why Lucky Things is what it is because I just love chatting to people and I love finding out about people. I'm just, like, interested, I guess. But, yeah, I'm just so excited I got this pen pal and, you know, we both do little drawings on our letters and... <laughs> I love it. Are you, a, doing, yeah. you do drawings on your letters to the mum? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I drew a little picture of myself um, and saying, you know, my daughter said I need to draw a picture of myself now. I love so, you know, it. what I look like. Uh, right well yeah. we basically um you know we all need to take a leaf out of your books Anita and <laughs> if we haven't it, feel, it feels like that there's a lot of pressure to kind of like learn a new language or learn a new skill or be baking banana bread or making sourdough bread and there's all these kind of like <laughs> external pressures but I think you've raised the bar I think that we all need to come out of this with a new friend I haven't raised the bar Alison I lowered the bar <laughs> so like anyone can do the limbo remember you just need to lower you just need to like make it higher or lower so you can do it oh listen I have I have thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) chatting to you today I think that you are a breath of fresh air and um I encourage everybody to look up the uh, lucky things meetups Um, and remind us where we can where can we find you online yeah so Facebook Instagram Twitter at lucky things blog and then my email is Sunita, like the sun, and then ITA at luckythings.co.uk. And um, if you want to see what the events are coming up, there's also um, the, the kind of store site, which is luckythings.store online. And people shouldn't be worried that they've never been to a Lucky Things meetup and they don't know anyone, because that's kind of the point, isn't it? That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's welcoming. Yeah. It's, you, know, you will always welcome a new face, won't you? 
Yeah, no, and interesting because I'm a bit of a geek. I do a lot of stats about my events, like just for my kind of own kind of knowledge. But basically, mm. in 2008 and 2019, sorry, 2018 and 2019 is an average, 84% of women came to a Lucky Things meetup on their own. Wow. Which is just like, isn't that brilliant? Like, yeah. you know, who said you have to go in a big group to go somewhere? And it's like the Lucky Things Let's Dance. Women were coming on their own because they knew it would be like a, you know, a comfortable space and a friendly space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, get in touch if you want to hear about my coaching services. Loads of people have been um, working with me recently, actually, on just um, jazzing up their LinkedIn profiles, getting their CVs ready and updated or, you know, things are still happening out there, guys. Like, don't feel like the whole business career world out there has stopped recruitment. You know, things are still mm. happening. You just need to know where to find them. Sunita, thank you so much for being my guest today. You've been, a, you have, you've actually been a ray of sunshine. So thank you so much. Oh, cheers. So you. So thank you so much. And I'm so glad that we've been able to work on something together, even though we're like, you know, in our new home life. New home life. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.